This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to The Late Show, News Talk 830-WCCO. Minnesotans have taken part in polar plunges for decades. The trend actually dates back over 100 years. In recent years, the plunges into icy cold waters have become a popular wellness trend. Here to discuss what precautions to take if you're taking the jump is Lana Health Cardiologist Dr. Mario Gessel joining us here, courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Baker Hotline. Uh, Dr. Gessel, thank you for joining us here on the show. You must have asked for this uh, the temperatures to get a little bit colder for, for everybody to, to, to enjoy maybe some polar plunges, and let's talk about this topic tonight. Uh, thanks, thanks for having me, first of all. Um, it's an honor. And I was thinking the same thing as I was walking outside today. It's perfect. <laughs> it is perfect. Well, th- there's a lot of research out there on this topic. But what does the evidence say about whether cold plunges are good or bad for one's health? Yeah, uh, honestly, when, when the request came in, I had to really uh, take a deeper dive because it's not something that you probably learn in, in medical school. At least I didn't. Uh, and Honestly, if you look at the, the current literature, what we can find is there isn't the strongest evidence um, that it has you know, definitive uh, health benefits. But there are some, some potential benefits that you know, would require a little bit more investigations, I guess. But that in, in general, people think that if you're a healthy person, and we might get to that later, um, that it might have some good effects on your heart and circulatory system. It may even have some effects, um, good effects for um, patients who are diabetic because the insulin uh, action within your body um, could increase or uh, improve. Mm-hmm. It has also some potential mental health benefits. So there is some, some evidence and some ideas out there, but it would have to investigate or we need to investigate it further. All right, so so tell, kind of walk me through this. What happens when a person's uh, to a person's body when they jump into icy cold water? Yeah, so if you really take that plunge without um, any kind of precautions, any kind of preparations, um, I think th- that anybody who has had a you know sudden exposure to cold, like say today, right? If you mm-hmm. went outside and you didn't really think about it, it, it will definitely. Um, create a shock situation for you. And I think, you know, you can, you can tell today that that's what probably happened when you went outside, take a deep breath, right? And this cold air um, comes into your body. Your, your body will uh, try to increase um, the breathing, the, the, the rate of breathing. Your heart rate will go up and your blood pressure will go up. And the longer you get exposed um, uh, to cold and, and, you know, in the water that can be, you know, some people say 20 times faster than uh, in air, it will actually try to get the blood to the central core of your body so that, you know, the very vital organs 
still have warm blood because the extremities obviously get colder first. And um, that action overall uh, leads to what people sometimes uh, describe as a like a cold shock, right? So you're, mm-hmm. you're really draining the blood from, from other organs. So it can be quite extreme, that reaction. Yeah. We're talking to Mario, uh, Dr. Mario Gessel from Alana Health Cardiologist here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. We're talking about polar plunges. And, and, and for one second, I want to step away from, from a polar plunge and ask, ask, I guess, maybe the difference between doing a polar plunge in terms of jumping into um, cold water and this whole thing of, because I, 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 tr- I was going to try it once. I think I might have tried it once. Cryotherapy. How how different would you say are the two different treatments? Cryotherapies, where you get into the the freezing or near freezing temperatures, and that and that kind of like that chamber versus getting in actual water. Yeah, I think. I mean, I I have to admit that I don't have you know um, expertise in the in the cryotherapy, but what I read about it, what I learned you know in preparation is that you know when you do a regular exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to yeah, cold temperatures, and you do that in a in a regulated way, and maybe even in a in a way where you just slowly adjust, of course, how um, significant you get exposed. That is what we talked about in the beginning. That there uh, is some accumulating evidence that it might have some beneficial uh, health effects. But you know, if you look at some of the most recent um, postings from, for example, the American Heart Associations, you know, we cannot say that there is a fully definitive uh, answer if you if you just look at the research. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Gessel, are there certain people who shouldn't be taking a part uh, in these cold plunges? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, first of all, I, I, I don't want to, you know, take away the fun from, from people. And there's always that, you know, when we as physicians say, oh, I can't do this, can't do that, right? So yep. uh, it's, it's always difficult because, of course, there's always that you know, mental health and, and fun effect that, that people should definitely pursue. But I think if you if you have any kind of heart conditions, and I would say, you know, history of heart attack, you know, coronary heart disease, any kind of atherosclerosis, we call it, if you have high blood pressure, you know, if you're not overall a fit person, right, if, if, if the cold plunge is really the first extreme thing you do, I think you should definitely check with your physicians or primary care physician, provider, person say, hey, is, is this really good idea for me? And if there's some caution, maybe take like baby steps, right? I mean, a little bit cold, colder, 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 get some uh, fitness overall um, uh, before you do such, such an extreme uh, uh, plunge. Because, I mean, in most cases, we can probably say it would be okay, right? But in some, it might be uh, detrimental. And, you know, if you're in cold water and, and someone tries to get you out of there uh, in an emergency situation, it could be, it could be really bad. What are some maybe some specific or any at all precautions that people should be taking before uh, making the plunge, maybe for the first time or two? Yeah, so um, I think there are some recommendations to say if you do it very first time, not the healthiest person, do stepwise approaches, right? Don't don't do the coldest water first. Try to to find you know stepwise approaches where you say, okay, I'm gonna get, uh, find a little colder spot, you know, then the next year or you know the same same season, you try a, a, a little colder water just to get used to that, right? So that's number one, fitness overall too. Then if you do that that particular plunge, you know, try to take, you know, some cold air into your lungs. First. Get, get your body used to the fact that now you're going to have that, you know, extremely cold exposure. 
And then some people also recommend, for example, taking you know a bunch of water and, and really splashing your neck, for example, you know your your, your body, maybe your face, just to get used to that. Because when you when you uh, immerse into the water, I mean, I think most of people have had some of that exposure somewhere, right, in the boundary waters or so. It it, mm-hmm. it is quite a shocky situation, and and uh, you you have to prepare to yourself and and get kind of ready for that, right, if you can. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking to Dr. Mario Gessel, Alina Health Cardiologist here on the Lake Shore News Talk 830 WCCO. And we're talking about the benefits uh, or more, maybe some of the information with regards to uh, to cold plunges. And, and I'll get you out of the interview on this note, Dr. Gessel. Why do you think, and this is just your opinion, why, why do you think that the the trend of cold plunges, why do you think that it's taken off so much here maybe in the last two or three years or, or maybe the last five years because I know it's super popular. I know that I'm a member of Lifetime Fitness, and now just within the last year there's several different locations where they have a specific pool now that's available if you want to do a cold plunge. Why do you think it's really taken off uh, the last few years? Yeah, w- what I read, and I didn't know that, but uh, what I read is that uh, Chris, Krem- uh, Chris Hemsworth right, uh, was on a, on a show and actually kind of like talked about his Arctic swimming experience, which then, of course, you know, maybe not him by himself, but, yep. but other people took that probably on and then social media made it very popular. I mean, I'm guessing that's where, where it may come from, like, you know, more famous people maybe, you know, making a little bit of a pitch for it. I think overall, if you if one or two people do it, then of course there's this challenging situation, right? Hey, I did that. How about you? And I think that it's, it's just something that really is is like a domino effect, right? That many people do it, and I think this this overall group experience is, is of course always uh, important too. But you know what I read is yeah, it started somewhere where you know just Arctic swimming by you know a celebrity maybe you know started this trend again. And you know, Dr. Gessel, you're 100% correct. Like, literally, we know this. We know that when there are famous uh, sports and entertainment figures and celebrities, when they look a certain way or they're deemed attractive or whether it's on Instagram or whatever, social media, yeah, we tend to want to do what they're doing to try to get in that type of shape. So you're you're spot on in terms of it being super trendy. Yeah, I wish I wish they would sometimes talk about other healthy things that people should do, but we can <laughs> you can talk about some other time. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Dr. Gessel, right. hey, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Hopefully we can uh, touch base and stay in touch uh, uh, throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, of course. My all, pleasure. All right. Take care. That's Dr. Mario Gessel, Alana Health cardiologist, joining us here on The Lake Show on The Good Neighbor News Talk 830 WCCO. I've never did the cold plunge stuff yet. Um, should I do it? Will I try to do it? I wouldn't mind trying to look as uh, uh, as as fit as the uh, the actor Chris. But have you ever done it? I ask you. That. I want to. I want to. You want to? I do. I want to see what it's like. Do you want to do it tonight after the show? Do you do you want to go out? Do you want me to have somebody set up a cold plunge outdoors right now for you? Or in, there's in, nobody at the station, so no. I mean, I can call somebody. I, oh, I know you have people. Like we know this. Um, sure. Why not? No, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going. Hey, I'm going home. Let's I'm going get. To bed. Let's yeah. Let's get Matt here to videotape it all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Six five one four six one nine two two six six. Um. Oh, you know what? He did answer the question. I, I'm just looking at the text line now. Dave uh, texted into the show. He says, "How would it affect someone who's had a prior heart attack?" I think he addressed that in one of his answers yeah. there uh, a few minutes ago. I appreciate the text from Dave. Sorry, I just I'm just seeing that now. All right. Some folks are worried about getting and receiving their medications and prescriptions all of a sudden. Why am I bringing that to everybody's attention? 
Well, some news came out today that you should be aware of. I get to it next year on the Lake. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show. Please be paying attention when we talk about your medications and your pharmacies. Because we all, not everybody gets their stuff sent, uh, you know, through the mail home. Many of us, at least I don't. I, I'm somebody that I go to, you know, pick my prescriptions up yep. every, whenever I need to get my prescriptions, right field. And there's several places you can do it. You can go anywhere. You can go to with Walgreens, um, Walgreens, CVS, Costco. Um, Ivy. Ivy, uh, yeah, yep. so many different places, oh, right? Yeah. So many different options. But please be aware that CVS is going to be closing some pharmacies um, in dozens of Target stores. Now, uh, we don't know where yet. It hasn't been um, decided if Minnesota is going to be necessarily impacted. But, but have that on your radar because I, for one, am somebody that um, – for one of my prescriptions, um, have to go to CVS Pharmacy. And it's, look, it's it's inside a Target. M- remember years ago, it wasn't, it was this Target Pharmacy, right? It was Target Pharmacy. I think CVS ended up landing the stores back in, uh, I think it was 2021 um, was when they went ahead um no, actually, I think it was. It had to be before 2021. I, th- I think it was mm-hmm. years before that. But the bottom line is, is that that when you see pharmacies cl- shutting down and closing, that becomes another topic for especially the elderly, right, or those that don't have, that aren't mobile, that can't get around via a vehicle or whatever, or necessarily have uh, you know mass transit around them. You know what the issue becomes then is that. If you don't have a pharmacy around you, you're screwed. And that's not a good thing. And, and, and you hate that, of course. I mean, I'm young enough. I get around. I have a vehicle, whatever. Um, I'm able to do that. F- for those that are older, to have to go from one pharmacy to another place, maybe the other place or the nearest place is not really by you, that becomes kind of frustrating, especially in a situation where you have a CVS that's in a Target. You, you're talking about – knocking multiple things out in one trip. Mm-hmm. How many people go to Target, and then if they have the prescriptions there at the CVS inside of the Target, they can get all their shopping done and pick up their uh, uh, prescriptions all in one specific um, trip. Yep, And that's super convenient. Now, the same way that we would say if you go to uh, a high V, it'd be super convenient. You can't say the same thing about a Walgreens. You can't say the same thing about... Um, well, I guess you could say the same thing about a Costco if you're buying in bulk, but you get the point that I'm making. Yeah. Yeah, Target's definitely, I think, the more one-stop shop favorite just, when it comes to that. One-stop shop. Yes. One-stop shop. Yes, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Are you – so let me ask you this. Are you Target over uh, – not Target over Costco. Target over Walmart? Uh, Well – Which one do you spend more money at, be honest? Well, Target, yeah. Target easily. Why? Just I feel if there's Target people in this world, there's Walmart people in this world, and I'm a Target person. That's the correct answer. Yes. But but because I'm a Target person over a Walmart person too. Yeah. But my rationale for it is because of the Minnesota angle, as That's opposed fair. to what you're saying. That's fair. And you're originally from Oklahoma, right? Yes. 
They, I have, would they have targets and Walmart's down there. Yeah, but I would say that there's – I'm assuming, and I shouldn't assume this because I've never been to Oklahoma. I've been through. You're missing out. Um, am I really? <laughs> um, there's probably more Walmarts than targets. Probably. Yeah. You would think that. Yeah. Yeah. My family's from Arkansas, so of course there's um all of the uh you know, that's that's the Walton family. It's you know, Sam Walton. He built it and and actually it's fun it's funny because he is from, I think, the the town that my family is from. Or at least I, I know that he wanted to build his first Walmart, I believe, in Newport, Arkansas. And let's just say the people of Newport weren't smart about it and they didn't allow him to do that. <laughs> How about that? You don't say. Yeah, it's not good. Not good at all. Uh, he was born in Kingfisher, Oklahoma. Okay. And passed away in Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah. So, the Walton family. But, yeah, people should be paying attention because this is something that, you know, before in the blink of an eye, um, you might have to pivot on yeah. where you go to get your prescriptions. And I've had that happen in the last um, – in the last year and a half, there was a certain prescription of mine that got sent to me. And uh, my doctor's office said that, you know, this is not going to be something that's going to be shipped out to you um, anymore. You've got to go pick it up. And I'm like, okay, I'm fine with that. And then you've got to go through the process of making sure that, you know, you, you get to the right place. Or is it available everywhere? No, it's not available everywhere. You've got to go to a certain spot to get it. Yep. So that makes all the sense in the world. So I don't know. Um, six five one four six one nine two two six. There's also the incentive piece with the two. Uh, Target sometimes will do. Hey, you get a five dollar gift card if you That's start. True. Yeah, and Hy-Vee is the same thing. You save, you know, ten cents on your gas towards, you know, a new prescription. Well, think about this though. I'm a Hy-Vee guy with my prescriptions. Okay, so 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 check this out. Nine hundred. There are among nine hundred locations. CVS said in twenty twenty one that it would close over the next three years. It has shuttered six hundred pharmacies since then, and plans to close another three hundred this year. Uh, less than one hundred inside of Target stores. Right, Rite Aid, which filed for bankruptcy last year, has been closing locations. Walgreens said uh, it would close another 150 pharmacies. That's a lot of pharmacies, man, in the last several years. A lot of people that are now going to be spinning around looking for new locations. New places to go, yeah. Yeah, That's scary. That's scary. That is something else, man. That is really something else. Because especially with – I used to be a good Rx person when I didn't have insurance, Mm -hmm. and – it depends on where you go. Sometimes it could be five or ten dollars difference. Sometimes it could be twenty to fifty dollars difference. If oh you go no, to no, Walmart no. Or there, there's one prescription that I because I had two different pharmacies, right? Yeah. The difference between one and the other, same um, actual prescription. The difference between the two and where you got it from yeah. was like twenty bucks. Yeah. And I was like, what? That's crazy. Yep. And I, I've even seen it much. You know, the disparity be much more than that. So yeah, you're 100 percent right. Like you got to be on top of it. You yeah. got to be paying attention because you don't want people going broke for prescriptions that they need. It's it's a real struggle. It is a real struggle. Yeah. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. Minnesota Vikings are not in the postseason. We know that we're all bummed about that, but nonetheless, many of you listening will be at home, not wanting to brave the cold tomorrow, not wanting to get out in any potential snow, and will be sitting up watching football. All day long. 
one of the matchups that people will be paying attention to is the Kansas City Chiefs and Miami Dolphins, as well as all the other matchups as well. We're going to talk to a former Minnesota Viking and Kansas City Chiefs cornerback, J.C. Pearson. He joins us next year after weather on the left. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to the Late Show. Wildcard Weekend. NFL playoffs and postseason start tomorrow. Plenty of games to discuss and talk about, and specifically one that's taking place uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs. I want to bring into the conversation my good friend, J.C. Pearson, former Minnesota Viking and also Kansas City Chiefs cornerback and just a, a really good uh, analyst when we talk about the National Football League. He joins us now here on the Lake Show on the Good Neighbor, courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. First off, JC, how you been, man? Man, I'm doing well. Lake, long time, no talk, no see, man. It sounds like you're doing well, though, bro. I'm doing good, man. I appreciate the uh, the love, and I appreciate your time this evening. When was the last time that uh, that you were in uh, the uh, the Twin Cities? Because I know a couple of years ago, I, I want to say maybe on the front end of the pandemic, uh, you were here for because your one of your daughters was playing volleyball, and, and and you know you you got the volleyball studs in your family, and you were here for some tournaments and stuff like that. But outside of that, when was the last time you've been here? Um, that's probably the last time I was there. Um, that was probably um, maybe twenty one, maybe after okay. the pandemic. Okay. Because um, we were going, we were going to Minneapolis every year, um, playing in the Northern Lights tournaments up there. So. Yeah, I was up there quite a bit, but uh, now they're they're done with club ball and on to college and one graduating college, and so 
Um, I need to get back up there for a Vikings game. Yeah, man. Season. Yeah, come on back up here next year, man. You know, know, you know, you go hang out with your boy, man, and we'll hang out with Alan Page. That's been my guy, man. Me and him have, oh, have made a, a great, a great connection here the last couple of years since the pandemic started. So, uh, so I'm looking forward to that, man. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put you down for that. But let's talk a little um, NFL playoffs, and I'm going to start with the Chiefs. Uh, you played for the Chiefs. You played for the Vikings. The the, the Chiefs clearly the defending uh, Super Bowl. Uh, uh, champions. When, when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs and everything that they've that they've went through this season, you know we've had a down year for Patrick Mahomes. Travis Kelsey's been in the spotlight not just because of his play, but also because of the, the Taylor Swift stuff. They don't look like themselves, but even though they haven't looked like themselves, the juggernaut that has been Chiefs football, they're still a dangerous team. But they're facing a dangerous team in, in the Miami Dolphins in the cold this weekend. What do you make of this specific matchup? Well, you know, obviously Tyreek Hill coming back uh, to Kansas City. They played earlier this year, but it was in Germany. So uh, this will be his return to, to Arrowhead. Um, so, you know, he'll be looking to put on a show. But, man, it is cold out here. So, I, you know, I, I don't see how those guys – it's going to be a, a low-scoring game, I believe, and, and a lot of running the football. Um, so it's not going to be a lot of down-the-field throws in this game because it is really – really cold out here all right what was the coldest temperature game that you played in in your career you know i'm not really sure of the temperature but uh i know i played in some cold ones uh here played in green bay a couple of times played up in new york but they're saying that uh tomorrow could potentially be the coldest game ever here in kansas city which which is mind-boggling to me. But, yeah, it is It is really cold right now. I'm telling you right now, uh, J.C., it's crazy because Kansas City, of which I lived there for five and a half years, Kansas City right now is colder there than it, than it, than it is here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And you just typically don't see that. You never really see that. I mean, tomorrow they're saying that the low in Kansas City, and that's a night game tomorrow, right? It's a Saturday night yeah. game on Peacock. 7 o'clock. They're, they're saying that the low tomorrow night is going to be 12 below, and that's not what it's going to actually feel like. It's going to feel – I just don't know how, how, how guys are going to be able to concentrate in that type of cold. That's brutal. That is brutal. I mean, it's brutal right now just like – running from the car to the store, you know, to the front <laughs> store to the, to get in. It's, I mean, it is crazy. So those guys out there, and the other thing, too, is, you know, they have the, the, the field warmers, you know, so they have the, the heaters under the field yep. to keep the field from freezing. But that's even worse because, you know, now they're, they have a grass field, of course. It's going to be muddy. It's going to be wet, and it's going to be colder once you get wet and uh, and then the top is going to freeze and man it, it could be a mess out there tomorrow night yeah it's going to be interesting do you like the Chiefs just because of the conditions because as much as I look at the the Dolphins and they've got some playmakers and all of that I just have to side with the Chiefs because of the home field and also because of the cold absolutely and and you know I know the past you know I'm not a big uh, you know a team hasn't won uh, in X number of years in the cold and all that you know I've, you look at Miami, they have all those things going against them. Um, but still, you know, they got to come out and play. The Chiefs have to come out and play. But in this cold weather, there was it was funny because uh, on the news, they showed the, the, the Dolphins getting off the plane today, <laughs> arriving here in Kansas City. And, man, as soon as you step off the plane and, and that hawk hits you, 
I mean, it's it's nothing like uh, South Beach in Miami, trust me. And I know the Chiefs practiced outside on Thursday, uh, or Wednesday, rather. Um, so n- you never get used to the weather, but, you know, at least they've been in this weather and living in it, whereas for Miami, you know, you're just walking into it, man. It is it it is something that they have never experienced, I don't think. Yeah. Min- former Minnesota Vikings, a cornerback and Kansas City Chiefs cornerback, J.C. Pearson joining us here on The Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. All right, so we both have the Chiefs in that game. The game prior to that on NBC is going to be the Cleveland Browns and that uh, fantastic defense that they have going on the road to face the Houston Texans. Houston's been a phenomenal, I think, story this season. Everybody loves C.J. Stroud. How do you view that matchup? Because I love watching that kid play quarterback. Yeah, he he is good and uh, has really uh, turned that that team around in in one season. But you talk about Cleveland and their defense. What about Joe Flacco? I know. I mean, he has come in at, you know, he was sitting on the couch earlier this year uh, watching football, and then now he steps in, and, I mean, he's played, you know, maybe as well as he's played in, in a long, long time. And, uh, you know, he's got that team rolling as well. But, you know, I, I like C.J. Stroud, but I think Cleveland is, is going to pull that one out just because I think Flacco's calmed them down and settled them down offensively. And then you mentioned how, how much talent they have on that defense. I think, I think Cleveland is going to surprise a lot of people in this playoff run. Yeah. All right, let's flip to Sunday. Uh, one of the matchups that, you know, you look at it on paper, you're like, you know what, I just don't see Pittsburgh going into Buffalo and beating the Buffalo Bills. But, man, they got funky weather that's happening and taking place up at Orchard Park. Uh, Mike Tomlin, man, he is a phenomenal head coach. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they don't have a good quarterback situation, but, man, they're still tough. Now, the downside, though, is that is that uh, T.J. Watt uh, will not be available. They do get uh, Minka uh, Fitzpatrick back. But what do you think about that matchup? Yeah, that I think the, the worse the weather is, the more it favors Pittsburgh. Because, you know, we all know that Buffalo, um, you know, Josh Allen and those receivers, Stephon Diggs and those guys, you know, they throw the ball all over the place in high-powered offense, but in the cold weather, you've got to be able to run the ball. You're not going to be able to throw the ball all over the field. And so I think that favors Pittsburgh. But, um, you know, I think if they can get up uh, early on Buffalo and, and force Buffalo to, to try to throw the ball a lot, I think that leads to some turnovers. So that's going to be a close match. But, uh, you know, depending on the weather, uh, the better the weather – favors Buffalo. The worst of weather, to me, favors Pittsburgh. I agree. And it was announced also earlier today that Gabe Davis, uh, he's actually one of the better uh, wideouts for Buffalo, uh, aside from Stephon Diggs. He's out for this game. So one of the weapons for Josh Allen not available. Uh, Green Bay at Dallas. Everybody thinks that Dallas potentially could come out of the NFC if the, uh, the 49ers are not the team. I do buy into that, too. Uh, I think that Dak Prescott's played phenomenal this year. But Green Bay, the one thing I give a man is they're doing a good job of developing Jordan Love. Um, I don't think that this year is their year, but I do think that they're on something special. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think uh, it was big for him and his development um, to get that team to the playoffs this year, obviously with all the Aaron Rodgers talk. And, you know, everyone thought that they were just going to be terrible this year. And so, you know, those guys played well. Um, you know, saw him when Kansas City came came up there and they, they beat Kansas City. So, you know, those guys 
that they deserve to be in the playoffs, but I think Dallas is is playing really well. They have a lot to prove this year, and I think it's going to uh, come down to Dallas and San Francisco in the NFC Championship. But give uh, Green Bay a lot of credit for even making it to this point this year because uh, I really didn't think they were going to do that. All right, JC. Now, this one I really want your opinion and expertise on, even more so than all the other games to this particular point, is the L.A. Rams at Detroit. It is Jared Goff uh, going against his old team, the L.A. Rams, and Matthew Stafford going against his old team, the Detroit Lions. I actually have uh, the L.A. Rams coming out of this. I think that they are going to pull off the upset. I I think that Matthew Stafford is going to expose the Lions' secondary in their defense just because the Lions have had a lot of issues here defensively um, at at, at certain points throughout the season. And I saw Nick Mullins from the Minnesota Vikings throw for like 800 yards against the Lions defensively. (laughs) I think that Matthew Stafford, in the way that he's performed this season, I think they got a great shot. Yeah, they really do. And, you know, they got that rookie wide out that's, come in and, and played well, the well, Puka Nuka, yeah. whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. A thousand-yard receiver. And, you know, so, I, you know, and then Stafford coming back, obviously is going to want to want to put on a show. But uh, it's going to be – I think that's going to be a close ball game. But, you know, Detroit, you know, I, I, I'm just not sold on them until they prove it, yeah. you know. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just not sold on them quite yet. And uh, we know the Rams – They've got some guys that have been there that have done that. And uh, when it comes to playoff football, it's a different deal, man. And experience in the playoffs and how big every play is, you know, it, 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 it's a big factor. So I, I don't think Detroit is going to uh, pull that off. You know, next year I think they'll go a lot further uh, in the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm taking the Rams on, on the, in this one. All right, the final matchup of the weekend is Philadelphia at Tampa. Um, look, I've liked – Philadelphia all season long, but something's not right there. And now Jalen Hurts has got a he's got a messed up finger. They're saying that AJ Brown, according to reports earlier today, he might not be able to make it. He's going to try to see if he can practice throughout the weekend and give it a go. But uh, what have you seen that's wrong with the Philadelphia Eagles? Because their defense hasn't performed at a, at a high level this season as opposed to last year. Right, and and they've kind of fallen apart. You know, the last the latter half of the season because uh, at one point they were. You know, the, had the best record in, in the NFL and, you know, obviously uh, the number one uh, team in the NFC. And then all of a sudden, you know, that San Francisco game, you know, San Francisco blew them out. And then uh, I don't know if San Francisco exposed some things to them, uh, to the rest of the league or not. But, uh, you know, they've been they've been like on the downhill. And then Jalen gets hurt, obviously, as uh, on his uh, throwing hand, but uh, yeah, something is not quite right there in Philly, and you know, I, I don't think Tampa is going to be able to pull it out. I don't think Tampa uh, is going to come with enough firepower, even though Philly's been struggling. Um, I think they get by Tampa, even though uh, it's going to be close. And then uh, again, that playoff mentality, that playoff experience, I think they pull it together at least in this round. All right, J.C., we're talking to J.C. Pearson, uh, former NFL cornerback here on the Lake Show on News Talk, 830 WCCR. i got two final questions for you. The first is, first off, congratulations to your alma mater, the University of Washington. They had a fabulous year, fabulous year, right? I had them winning the, the, the title. They came up short against uh, Michigan. Uh, I, I didn't think that Michigan was going to be able to dominate and run the football the way that they did, but that's another story. But let me ask you specifically about 
Michael Penix Jr. What what are your thoughts on him and potentially an NFL career? Because there are people here in Minnesota that like Michael Penix Jr. I'm not talking about front office people. I'm talking about just just the fan base like what they saw out of him. What do you think he's going to be at the next level? Yeah, that's a good question because uh, up until that championship game, I mean, he was lights out. I mean, he was uh, on fire. He could throw the deep ball. He could throw the intermediate. But his accuracy, even throwing the deep ball, was very impressive until that last game. And I don't know if it was, you know, the pressure that, that Michigan put on him. And obviously by the end of the game, he was, he was all beat up. Um, so I don't know if that played a factor. But he missed a lot of throws in that championship game that he was making all year. And one game doesn't make or break. Uh, a person and the evaluation. I think the the longer you know, he had 12 games um, uh, all year play against some high high caliber teams uh, where he performed extremely well. I thought he should have won the Heisman, but you know to that next level is a, is a little different thing. And uh, um, you know he's got kind of a funky throwing motion. I think what he's going to have to do is move, use his legs a little more. Yeah, you know he's he's a kind of a typical pocket passer. But he's got a low release point, and you know, in the in the NFL, everybody six five, six six. It's it's going to be tough to get those balls uh, down the uh, past the, the line of scrimmage like he's been doing. But you know, I, I think he, I think there's a place for him there. Um, I think he's going to have to work on some things. But you know, I, I I like the kid, and I think that he's got talent to play. Now, if he's whether he's a first rounder, if I would spend the first rounder and make him my franchise guy. I don't know if I would do that yet, but I definitely would take him probably second, third round and and see if I can develop him. Yeah. Hey, JC, man, I'm happy to have you on the show tonight, man. Uh, Best wishes to you and the family. And uh, I will actually be in Kansas City uh, next month. I'm headed up to a game at uh, Allen Fieldhouse. So I'll be there for a couple of days, man. I'll reach out to you, man. Maybe we can get together. Absolutely, man. And anytime you need me to come on, man, just just let me know, man. I'm here for you, bro. I appreciate it. That's J.C. Pearson joining us here tonight on the Lake Show on News Talk 830-WCCO. My guy, uh, checking in all the way from Kansas City. We'll take a break. We'll come back. A couple of other final thoughts I have on the NFL uh, events of the weekend, and we'll do that next year on the Lake Show. I see. I like the selection. Josh is able to – man, you're more diverse with the selection than Chris Tubbs is. Chris plays the same song, same song – Man, you need to talk to Tubbsy about that. He was jazzing it up the other day. I was listening. Nah, he's plays he plays the same like ten <laughs> songs each night. It's like we got more in the uh you know, we got more in the bank than that. Yeah, yeah. We got we got plenty of ammo to go. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, real quick, I want to talk about Michael Penix Jr. because I know a lot of a lot of Vikings fans like I do I do like him. Like I, I liked what I saw out of him at the University of Washington. I love his story. Mm-hmm. Uh a guy that um Really grinded, you know, worked through some injuries. He overcame some adversity. I I love everything about that, right? I don't want to spend a first-round pick on Michael Penix Jr. I, I don't view him as a first-rounder. No. And I know that people are like, well, what? what? Did you watch? Yes, I watched him. There's concern about his body because he went through multiple knee injuries. He had a shoulder injury. I mean, he's he's not 22 or 23. I think yeah. he's, I want to say he's like 24 years old. He's, but the, he's this year's Will Levis, yeah, basically. But, but 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 the bottom line is, I like him, but I don't think he's worthy of a first-round pick. No. No. I think he's Byron Lefwich. That's fair. That's a good one. And I'm not, and I, and I don't know that he has 
I mean, he's got a good arm and all that. I mean, Byron Luffledge was really good at Marshall. <laughs> really good. Yeah. Now, I know that, that Washington's another level, but bottom line, I'm not in on a first-round pick. Your thoughts? No. I, I kind of with you on the don't do both. I was listening the other day, and I heard your take on that. I don't think we should do both and get Cousins and a first-round pick, and nor do I think that Michael Penix is worth just, – there's just something that looks off – about his game. There's so many other quarterback well, options. He's not that athletic. He's, so, so, he's so, not. He's, he's, he's a big dude. He's a big dude. No yeah, question. Yeah. No question. Yeah. No question. And, and look, I don't, to me, his throwing motion and stuff like that, that doesn't really throw me off that much because there's a bunch of guys with a, a lot of different flaws in their game. But you know that when you have a guy that's not super athletic, um, his accuracy has been pretty spot on. But there's some injury. There's an injury history. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say uh, injury concerns. An injury history there. I'm not sure that that's worthy of a first round pick. Yeah, I think we get enough of the uh, getting clobbered by the defensive line with our current quarterback. I don't think we need a repeat of that yet again because he's going to last as long, if not long, less longer than Kirk Cousins with the uh, pounding that he took in that national championship game. Yeah. With our O line the way that it is. Yep. All right, six five one, four six one, nine two two six. Coming up next, there's some uncertainty as um with what all sports fans hate when attempting to watch their favorite club. Something that's occurring here in the Twin Cities or in the state of Minnesota that we all hate that must be addressed. And we will do that next year on the Lake Show. Joe. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.